of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. together for the Lord, and if your voice is yours, add a shout of praise to him. This morning is as if you were a bit dumb. We are here this morning as warriors of Jesus Christ. And you can't enter a battle with this kind of dullness. And so if your voice is yours, and your hands are not bottled, and your hands do not have horses, can you put them together? And give the Lord a shout of breath. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for 40 days of fasting. Amen. Today is the word 35. 35. Five more days to go. Tell somebody finish. Some people they haven't even started, but it is. <laughs> it is. In fact, today God will punish the devil. God will punish the devil. For those of you who haven't started, you at least the last five days. The last five days. Hallelujah. Sometimes the late comments can even overtake. You know the thief by Jesus' side who died with Jesus Christ? He had done bad things at last minute, 11th hour. He just stepped into heaven like that. Meanwhile, you, you are here, you are not even, you don't even know. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I believe if the rapture should occur right now, this room will be empty. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, it's, it's been an awesome fast. Those who are taking it seriously, they are seeing the effect. Those of you who are not doing it or doing it haphazardly, when I'm saying so, it's, I think it's powerful. It's like, hey, what's this man talking about? It's, it's, it's been powerful. Hallelujah. It's, it's really working. It's really working. No, was it on Thursday that I, I prayed for people for opening of eyes and things like that? In the course of it, people are like, hey, what if I listen now? I'm afraid of I'm seeing too much. It's like I'm seeing too much. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody says it's working. It's working. But today is a day of war. You can't fast for 40 days and not dedicate one day to make Satan uncomfortable. Hallelujah. Our arch enemy. No, you can't you can't you can't do 40 days and not spare one day. Today our focus for the day our focus of prayer for the day is destroying the works of the enemy no, no nobody else will destroy the works of the enemy but we the children of god who have been given the power and authority to do that no, nobody else can do it no other religion nobody belonging to any other religion has that power to confront the devil and be victorious at the end of the day amen, amen. and so as i said in the course of the week today my sermon is entitled, This is War. Somebody say, This is War. This is war. 
See, this is work. Hallelujah. This work we are working is war. Whether you like it or not, it is war. Amen. It is war. I want you to open to a scripture you know already. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Today I'll teach, I'll preach, we'll pray. Like, it's a mixture. Hallelujah. It's a jambalaya. <laughs> it's a, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. Look, ladies and gentlemen, this walk is war. Say, this walk is war. Apostle Peter said, be sober and be vigilant. For your adversary, the devil, walketh about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So those who think, ask of Satan, if you don't go and touch him, he won't touch you. This scripture just throws that into the dusty. The Bible says he is like a roaring lion. Not even a crawling, and a, a roaring lion. It means, you see, lions can hunt Stealthily, that's the way it's like they creep on you and just but when the lion comes roaring, it means he is not coming to hide his identity, he is not coming with any mercy, he is coming for you and he's coming to devour you. So be sober and be vigilant. That means if you are a believer and you are not sober and you are a believer and you are not vigilant, you are going to be a victim. Of this lion that is roaring and looking for somebody to devour. But I declare over your life that you will not be meat for the teeth of the devourer in the name of Jesus. Be sober. That means your eyes must be open. Be sober. And be vigilant. Your eyes can be open, but you are not looking. So while your eyes are open, your eyes should be looking out. That's why it's a watch and pray. You don't only pray, but you watch. Because we are dealing with an enemy that is very serious about what he's doing. He is very convinced about his agenda. And he's prepared to go to whatever extent to see that agenda come to pass. And the mission statement of the devil, Jesus himself gave to He said, the thing cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The devil wants to steal something from your life. He wants to kill something out of your life. And he wants to destroy something out of your life. But we thank God that the Bible says that I have come that he might have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Two completely diametrically opposed agenda. And we thank God that we are on the right side of the king. He came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Prophet Isaiah said, Every battle of the warrior shall be with confused noise and garments rolled in blood, but this battle shall be with burning and fuel of fire. From the time of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violence shall take it by force. 
and the Bible tells us clearly and explicitly that in the last days there shall be perilous times. Perilous times are dangerous times. If we agree that we are in the end times, it means we are in dangerous times. That is why, as a believer, you can't afford to live your life anyhow. You can't afford to be there and you don't pray. You can't afford to be there and you come to church when you want to come to church. When you feel like coming to church. When it's Sunday morning, you decide that no, as for today, the weather is too nice for me to come to church. So let me stretch some more. Let me sleep on extra 30 minutes. And the devil comes and blows some cold air upon your face. And by the time you wake up, it's 12 o'clock and you've not gone to church. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in perilous times. Unfortunately, a lot of us don't realize that we are in parallel times. That is why Saturday evening prayer meeting will be the least attended service in church. We are in parallel times. We are in dangerous times. The enemy has sharpened his teeth. He has sharpened his claws. He has strengthened his legs. He wants to chase. He wants to chase down. He wants to wear people down. He wants to cut people. He wants to destroy people. He wants to kill people. He wants to devour people. You cannot afford to be a lukewarm Christian. You cannot afford to continue doing this. I'm in church today and I'm out tomorrow. I'm in church today and I'm out tomorrow. I don't pray. I just wake up in the morning. I take my bag and I go. I come back. I don't pray. Even if we're going to eat, we don't even pray. We think it's something for children. God bless my food. Amen. We are dealing with an enemy with a very organized structural army that is ready to unleash evil at all levels from babies to adults that enemy doesn't care doesn't care Satan doesn't mind sacrificing babies for his agenda and he has managed to impart this seriousness for their agenda into the demons that follow him and I'll show you something that I learned recently. It will tell you how serious the enemy is and how serious his followers are to ensure that the purpose of killing, stealing, and destroying comes to pass. The Bible says when an evil spirit leaves a man, it goes around looking for dry places. Somebody say dry places. So if your life is dry, demons like dry places, principalities like dry places, witches and wizards like dry places. So if your life is dry, there is no prayer, there is no praise, there is no worship, there is no fellowship with the brethren. Your life is a good landing ground for demons. It says he goes about dry places. And then later he comes back. Look, this enemy we are dealing with doesn't give up. And that is what you must know. The enemy does not give up. Even with Jesus Christ, he came once. Jesus rebuked him with the word. He came twice. Jesus rebuked him with the word. He came three times. Jesus exercised authority over him and told him, Get behind me, Satan. And what did the Bible say? He said he left him for a season. He never stops. 
He never gives up. That is why we are told that fire must never go out on the altar. There must always be fire. There must always be the incense of prayer. First Thessalonians 5, 17 says, Pray without season. Pray without season. If you are there and you are living a prayerless life, and you are living your life anyhow, doing anything that you like, and still deceiving yourself that you were Christian, of all men you are the most deceived. Why do you think the Bible said walk in the spirit? Because that is where our advantage is as believers. If you live in the flesh and you walk in the flesh, that is the territory of the enemy and automatically he has advantage over you. But I pray that you move out of the flesh and move out of the realm of the soul and enter the realm of the spirit and walk in there. Sober, be vigilant for your eyes with the devil walketh about. He said, When an evil spirit leaves a man, he goes to such dry places, and when he comes back and he finds the place that he used to occupy, clad, sweat, cleaned, fumigated, nicely painted, and nicely polished. He doesn't come back to come and stay there to say that this is a nicely renovated house. Let me come and enjoy. But the Bible says it goes and looks for seven other spirits not less powerful than him, not as equally powerful as him, but the Bible says stronger spirits than him. These demons understand the agenda they are carrying out. So they are prepared decrease that others might increase for the purpose of the agenda of stealing, killing, and destroying the children of God. But look at us in the church. The body of Christ, we are the most fragmented body on earth. We can't agree. You see, the, the greatest miracle in quotes in Christianity is the fact that we are so divided. Because the Bible has said that one Holy Spirit, one baptism, one Father of our own. Everything is one. How then can we be so divided? Look at what happens when pressures come to this campus. And people are literally fighting. Literally fighting. People go to hostels and go and block the entrance. That you are not going to come for these people. I've already colonized them. It is witchcraft in disguise. This is witchcraft. There are people in this church, they came to this church, they decided that this was where they were going to stay. They had visitors from other church before. These people will come and wait at the gate here. When the person comes, they'll take your bike. It's like they're literally pulling you and dragging you. Even demons know how to collaborate for a single purpose of stealing, killing, and destroying. He could have said, I'm comfortable. I'll do it alone. He could have said, oh, I still want to be the boss. I want to be the head and not the tree. So, at best, I will bring others that are at my level. So that because me, I have an MBA, I will automatically still 
maintain a position of leadership. But he said, no, this purpose is bigger than me. This assignment is bigger than me. This agenda is bigger than me. And so to ensure that this person still remains in a terrible state, I am going to call not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, but seven other spirits stronger than himself. That means, whereas before he was a champion, commander-in-chief, now he's prepared to take orders. He's prepared to take instructions just for the agenda of hell to come to pass. This is how serious the enemy we are dealing with is. But we thank God that the Bible says we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. They are not ignorant. They are not ignorant. We are in perilous times. The enemy is roaring like never before. All you have to do is to listen to the news. Listen to the news. All sorts of things. Sometimes you hear some policies. I mean, when America legalized gay marriage, I was like, look, what is happening? Anything that happens in America is like, it's just getting ready to go to the rest of the world. The same as their products. iPhone. They're all the, it's like once it hits in America, it means it's getting ready to go to the rest of the world. And these Western powers, under satanic and demonic influence, are trying to force this thing about legalizing gay marriages on African countries simply because we are poor and we go to them for money. I always say thank God for Professor Tamils because he was a God-fearing man. The British government came and gave him an ultimatum. Now look, the aid we are giving to your country, we are going to stop it. If you don't legalize gay marriage, he said, you can take all your aid, bundle it together and swallow it yourself. You can take it and, and not give us anything. As for this thing, we will not accept. We will not accept. Obama went to Kenya and in a press conference with the Kenyan president, pressmen were there. They were talking about other things altogether. Suddenly this man tried to sway the conversation into trying to convince them to accept gay marriage. And the Kenyan president stopped him in the middle and said, man, you people have solved all your problems in your country. You don't have water problem. You don't have electricity problem. All your children are in school. Your literacy rates are high. That's why you can start fighting for unnecessary things like that. We, we cannot educate our children. Food to eat is a problem. Water to drink is a problem. Electricity to power our lives is a problem. Please let us solve our fundamental problems and leave this gay and lesbian thing out of our system. We are not interested. This enemy is roaring like never before. This enemy is serious about his agenda. This enemy is red-eyed about this agenda of his. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, you and I cannot sleep. We cannot shut our eyes and pretend as if we are seeing. The Bible said the Lord sought for a man to stand in a gap. He's looking for people to stand in a gap. We can't live our lives anyhow. We are the policemen that are supposed to keep the devil and his cohorts at bay. So if we are misbehaving, and you see, that is why this whole teaching of 
you know, Christians shouldn't worry about spiritual warfare, don't worry about demons, you have authority over them. Yes, you have authority over them. But there are people around you who cannot have authority over them. There are people around you who cannot exercise authority over them. You must step in the gap and exercise authority over them. And even for you yourself, there's a proverb that says, how can you hold a sick and allow a dog to bite you? You are holding a sick and a dog is biting you and you are saying, bite. And a lot of us, that is how we are, we are behaving with the devil. We have been defeated in certain aspects of our lives and we are still doing recovery. But I pray that after today, a, a certain warrior spirit will, will, will rise up in someone here. A certain spirit of a conqueror. A certain spirit of an overcomer will rise up in somebody's heart to me. Satan has a grand agenda for your children. I'm telling you. It's already started in the U.S. Somebody sent me a video. And in the U.S. they have approved something in their curriculum. Even at primary level. It's, it, it's something about sexual orientation and stuff like that. They are teaching the children about sex. And they are including things like gay relationships are okay. Lesbian relationships are okay. Those kind of you know, transvestite things and all of that. It, they are claiming that a lot of people raise their children in a particular way. But the, the children should be left to choose what they want to be. And Americans are using it. The Christians are trying to, to speak against it. So a child at the age of four, five, six is led to believe that it's okay for a man to have a boyfriend and for a lady to have a girlfriend. And for you at the point in time to decide that I feel like I'm a female with me, even though you were born, and you go and pierce your ears and go for surgery and you look like a girl and start behaving like a girl and talking like a girl. Perversions, demonic perversions. And these are the things Satan is doing in the, he's not doing it in secret anymore, it's in the open. It's in the open. We are dealing with a very wicked devil. The scripture we read said that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That means our fight is not with human beings. Hallelujah. Our fight is not with human beings. Our fight is not with human beings. But that does not change the fact that there are human agents in the agenda of hell. Give me Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2. I'll show you something. It said, Wherein in time past you walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the earth, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. There is a certain spirit that works in the children of disobedience. That is the spirit you are dealing with. So our fight is not with human beings. I read on the net recently, somebody said his mother was a witch, so he took a machete and butchered her. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. But the fact remains 
that they are human agents. They are people who have opened themselves up and allowed Satan to use them. You see, so far I've been talking about national agenda and stuff like that. But Satan has an agenda for you. Tell somebody, Satan has an agenda for you. Say, Satan has a plan for you. Whether you like it or not, Satan has a dossier. Familiar spirits that are giving him information constantly about you. Satan knows your weaknesses. He knows your strengths. He knows the things that are likely to make you fall. He knows the things that you like. He knows the things you don't like. Carefully gathered information, dossier on everybody. And trust me, he is plotting day and night for that day that you get that day for. Human beings are part of the agenda. But our fight is not against them. Hallelujah. But in the course of it, if they will not repent, the Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. Our first option for them is repentance, but if they will not repent, because some of the things, eh, some of the attacks is in the form of slander. Everybody say slander. We just come and call your name like that. Look, it's not every bad thing you hear about the preacher that you must believe. Some of them, they are cooked in pots in hell. And people are literally fed with their lies and they come and regurgitate their lies to the world. Slander. Me, if you slander me, first option will be for you to repent. But if you don't, I shall invoke Psalm 109. Let me show you some small things. Give me Psalm 109. Give me Psalm 109. Give me Psalm 109. Let's start from verse 2. I shall invoke Psalm 109. He said, For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are open against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. If you go and brought an agenda to lie against me, to spoil my name, so that when I preach, people will not listen. For people to point their fingers. Verse 3. Continue. He said, they encompass me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. Continue. For my love, they are my adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer. When you are good to people and they pay you back with evil, a pastor friend of mine said, he picked this young lady. He has a school. He picked this young lady gave the young lady a scholarship. He and his wife ran the school. They gave the young lady a scholarship. So she was attending the school free. And they were more or less looking at her. It's like, when it's time for school, bring your, your list, the things that you need, and we'll provide it for you. So one day she brought a list, and a man of God wrote certain things, no, this one is too much, blah, 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 and stuff like that. This lady went round in the school, showing this thing with a man of God's handwriting on it that she's in a relationship with him and he has been sponsoring her. So this man was like, ah, a lot of the students are in the church. Suddenly, you know, when people's reaction towards you changes, you can tell. It's like, and one person mastered the courage and came to me and was like, I've heard something, but I know you, I, 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 I want to verify. He said, what is it? He said, this lady says she is an, in an amorous relationship with you. He said, hey, me that I picked you out of nowhere, 
Those are the kind of people who deserve this kind of prayer. You have shown them love, but they pay you back with hatred. You sown a good seed inside them. Instead of them bearing fruit, that you can also throw some of the fruit and eat. They give you thorns. They have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Verse 6. And look at this one. He said, Set down a wicked man over him. And I like the wonderful. And let Satan stand at his right hand. Can you imagine? Satan now is looking for a way already. He is behind you already. And now they say you have been promoted. Come and stand at his right hand side. Your life will be miserable. Nothing you do will go well. Curses upon curses are heaped upon your head. Let Satan stand at his right hand. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned. I mean, any issue that comes, whether you are innocent or guilty, be declared guilty. And let his prayer become a sin. Can you imagine that your prayer is a sin? That when you lift up your prayer, no, it is recorded sin. Why are you Don't even talk to God. You, you don't qualify because you're a wicked person. Next one. I'll go through all. Now I see people going kill people. <laughs> Let his days be few. That means you walk no God, no you back. Hey, what a shock. Gone too soon. Of course. And let another take his office. That means you'll be expelled from your job. You apply for jobs upon jobs. Nobody will take you. Next. You last one. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Admin, it is finished. It's as if the one who did this thing to David was a man. Was a man. Like meaningless, you know, speaking from a bitter heart. I pray that you will never get somebody in this position to pray this kind of prayers upon your head. When somebody does good for you, you must reward the person with good and not evil. Sometimes rewarding with evil doesn't necessarily mean you are slandering the person. But the person has been trying to provide for you, helping you. The day the person is unable to do it, you talk as if the person is the most wicked person on earth. My wife was telling me on the story. A friend of hers was helping this young man. Every man. It's like the gentleman wasn't her relative or anything. Every month, she gives him money to take care of himself, everything. He decided that he wanted to further his education. And you, you don't have money. You won't go and look for some school in Ghana here. He went and applied abroad and came to her. He said, I've applied to a school abroad and I need $20,000. He said, eh? $20,000 what? Now, me got the twenty thousand dollars. Do I have some? This gentleman got offended. He cut the woman off. Stop talking to her. Making it look like she was the most wicked person. May you not pay even for good. Human agents. There are people. If they will not repent, you see. Sometimes when some preachers are talking, and they say the people in your house 
and this and this and this, oh they are, they are trying to create enmity it's not every house that is like that but there are some houses some houses there are some houses are some houses you dare not lift up your head you dare not lift up your head and i was telling you two days ago that one of the main causes of household wickedness is polygamy polygamy is a bad thing polygamy when multiple children with different mothers things like that all sorts of eyes start looking at you you are the only one you are breaking through you are the only one you are getting into a tertiary institution polygamy so in some houses there is a household wickedness perpetrated by human beings witchcraft witches wizards rocks people who don't sleep at night they are always sleeping in class and sleeping at work because at night they are flying and doing all kinds of things meanwhile you are sleeping and snoring you better wake up and start praying See, this kind of sermons you don't preach it every day otherwise you will hate everybody that you suspect everybody that is around you better wake up and pray sometimes people you don't even suspect Said these things is like oh you people it's, 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 and your your auntie is this and your this and this, 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 this it's not in every case but in some cases in some cases in some cases somebody has tied some knot somewhere and spoken some things about it we untie every knot that has your name on it in the name of Jesus anything that is meant to be a stumbling block in your destiny we command it to be dismantled today by fire in the name of Jesus. There is household wickedness. There is household wickedness. You see, the problem with this kind of preaching is if that is all you preach. You see, this year, once in a while, I must let you know that these things exist. Hallelujah. Uh, you get me preaching this every week. We we'll preach other things like an 18 part sermon on the church yeah. you get a good nice balanced meal those who don't have anything to produce all they preach so that they keep the people by fear but it's not like the whole idea is wrong no these things do exist household wickedness people that are around you if i'm saying and you don't believe me listen to what jesus if you won't believe me at least believe jesus give me nlt for Matthew chapter 10, verse 36. He's, he's, he's telling us where people's enemies come from. Matthew 10, 36. Your enemies will be right in where? Your house. It is not Osopo saying it Jesus Christ himself, if it was a leather Bible, would be read. Your enemies will be right in your and there are households like that where there are people who have decided that we are standing at the gate and will not allow anybody to rise. But any such person in your family, 
if the person doesn't take the first option of repentance, may the sword of the Lord and the judgment hand and the finger of the Lord locate and relocate that person in the name of Jesus. We don't care where the relocation is. It can be to another country. It can be six feet below the ground. It can be anywhere. All we ask for is a relocation. And baggage, pots, whatever that you have been using, and get out of our lives. A man's enemies will be from his own house. But thank God that He also taught us to love our enemies. Hallelujah. Jesus was a very balanced man. He said, Love your enemies. An earlier verse, earlier, I don't know whether it's 32 or just he said, I have not come to bring peace, I have come to make war. That's what he said. That one too is balance because he's the prince of peace. That one we all know. But he says that sometimes when some people are misbehaving, when some people are being some way, you must draw your sword of war and deal with them as they have to them. Somebody say this is war. This household wickedness thing, look, it's been there since Adam. Who was the first person in human history to die prematurely? Wasn't it Abel? Where did the orchestration for his death come from? <laughs> look, there's nothing new under the sun. There's absolutely nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. Even Jesus, his betrayer. Where did he come from? Amongst his own people, 12 people. People he used to move around with. People whose feet he has washed. People he has eaten with. People he has chatted with. Among his own people. The plot to kill Joseph. Where did the plot come from? The plot to sell Joseph. Where did the plot come from? He didn't come from afar. From among his own step brethren. That's why I said polygamy is a bad thing. May you never get into a polygamous marriage in the name of Jesus. May you have enough self-control so that you have children with only one man and you have children with only one woman so that you don't go giving birth around and creating enemy and instituting household wickedness. It is a recipe for household wickedness. Because the mothers don't agree. And if my rival's child is going to rise, I must pass somewhere. I must pass somewhere. I must go and consult something. I must go and consult something. The Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. There are wicked people on earth. Some of them, they will smile at you. When you turn, you, you say you are going to school, we will see. We will see if you will finish the school. We will see if you ever get married. We will see if you will ever drive a car. We will see if you ever travel outside this country. Look, if I start telling you stories, eh? None of them you think they are Nigerian movies. There was a man. An auntie of his told him that you, 
as you're traveling outside this country you know there are some people their destinies are outside the country it's like they need to travel outside there are some people today is here if you travel outside you go and do well and do well and well. you will not get anything but it looked like this person's destiny was outside and he said you as you're traveling outside look at your face this is your face you're going to approach this guy he applied to the US like for a visa United States visa he got the visa alright but anytime he gets to the airport and they say let's see your passport the face of the picture has changed to somebody else they said you can't travel this is not you you can't travel with somebody's passport he tried it several times anytime he goes somebody says how's all looking that no no such a thing how can you sleep how can you not be sober how can you not be vigilant picture change until the hand of god intervened Auntie has said, You, as for traveling outside this country, you will not, you never go. Archbishop Dangalonians was telling a story of some two pastors of his. It's like the man has influence enough. If he calls US embassy that gives this person a visa, the person will be giving. And he's done it for so many people. These two people alone. <laughs> Wanted to send them on some mission and they said, but they'll bounce like no reason. Like the young man won't give it to you. It's an old man. But I've sent hundreds of people and they were no, they'll come back. So one day they said, okay, they are going on a pilgrimage to Israel. So you let Israel and the young Ebi is God's hometown. So things will work for you. That Israel went through, but when they got to immigration in Tel Aviv, they alone, the two of them, they separated them with guns, moved to the side, they went and detained them. Archbishop had to call the ambassador to call Ministry of Foreign Affairs there before they were released. They said they were going to Wailing Wall to pray when they were entering. Long queue, they were there. No security came, pulled the two of them out. <laughs> Somebody say, Household wickedness. There are two of them, and they put. They saw the matter, they entered. Wailing was said today, God, I'm going to pray. Out of desperation, they knelt down and put their hands on the wall. Security came that the wailing wall, you don't kneel down in front of it, you have to stand to pray. <laughs> Something. But today, somebody said, Today, let the hand of the Lord's judgment be striped out on anything that is an obstacle in your life, anything that is a barrier in your life, anything that is an obstruction in your life, anything that is a barrier in your life. If you believe in shout yes, shout yes, shout yes. The two of them alone. Don't worry, I knew these things will happen today. I knew these things will happen today. Thank God the Holy Ghost doesn't need electricity to move. The two of them alone. 
after multiple visa bouncing, money to enter Israel, immigration, they separated them for no reason. Wailing war. War that is crying. You are going to cry to God's son. They say you can't enter. When you enter to out of desperation, that Lord, and then they have the master number two way. You go and kneel there. They say you don't kneel down here. You don't kneel down here. Household wickedness. But today they are fired in the name of Jesus. Look, there are human agents. People that Satan is using. Some of them with their concern, some of them without their concern. Some of them are so empty that Satan can fill them easily. And just use them like that. Uses them to frustrate your moves in life. Frustrate the things that you employment and they'll just put your things somewhere. Everybody else's letter will be read. You alone they'll put your things somewhere. Because there's somebody who is empty that Satan is feeling. And use it for his agenda. Human agents. Human agents. Somebody had looked for a job for years. He went for an interview and for once he got a job. They gave him a letter of employment. He said he doesn't know what happened. As he was leaving the place, Something just caused him to tear the letter into pieces. Something you have been looking for. He tore it into pieces. And for some reason, immediately he tore it. He got a phone call. Come back. We made a mistake on your letter. We want to correct it. Where is the letter? It's torn into pieces. Said, what do you mean? What kind of person are you? Are you coming here to come and shred our important documents? I said, please, we have revoked the employment. Go back. We don't need you here. He had torn the paper into people. Who does that? Who does that? That's why you must be sober and you must be vigilant though. Your eyes must be wide open. You must be prayerful. You must come to church. You must come for prayer meetings. Just like that. Satan uses people with or without their consent. Sometimes. Let, let, let me bring this thing home for you to understand. I'll use an example with Pastor Alpha. When he was a student, he went to church one day and a man of God told him that there's a friend of his who is after him. A mate, classmate. And that the sign is that that day when he goes back, the person it will come and present him with food. And this is not somebody who is a friend of his. They've never eaten together. I know you like food, but... <laughs> I know you like food, but... This is not somebody he eats with. He got back home to school that day. Knock on his door. This gentleman walks in. A classmate of it. Oh, I got some food from home and I want to bring it to you. <laughs> this one is not a far away story. He's here. You can go and verify. And it happened here. No, in Kolibu Medical School Hostel. Yeah. walking around they don't look it and that gentleman can tell you the church he was even in on campus 
bringing food the enemy will never tempt you with something you don't like <laughs> he will never tempt you with anything you don't like he and his brother they like the kind of food they can eat them. Sometimes we go somewhere and say, Oh, that if I is that all you eat, oh, oh, like they are beating me because their capacity. Hey! That's what Pastor Gideon is like me. He doesn't eat my. But the two of them! They are going to eat and train. Satan will never tempt you with something you don't like. some of you satan has his eyes on you whether you like it or not but thank god you are on the overcoming side you are on the winning side now we talk about family members who have decided there is an uncle in his family eh? he has killed everybody in the hometown like killer he's like a rambo and a commando firing everybody and destroying everybody's life Those kind of people want good things happen in your life. Don't tell them. He's very black, but they call him Mibroni. Mibroni. <laughs> hey. Because of how wicked this man is, when he asked about his progress from his mother, the mother said, Oh, he's a shoemaker. He said he's a shoemaker because if you mention those days that you see medical words you you are going to become a doctor he said he's a shoemaker but listen to the interesting thing on the day he was graduating they were at the graduation grounds and the man called the mother he said ah why your son is he's working around some health health people this is what they can see you they have cctv camera fixed on your life every step that you take and and these stories and i'm telling you real stories i'm not i'm not i'm not fabricating them if if i'm lying then he lied to me and he will not lie to me hallelujah while he was graduating the call came while he was graduating because he was seeing that no 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 sewing shoes i'm not seeing him polishing shoes i can see him among doctors and nurses and things like that what have you been telling me you have been lying to me household wickedness he shall become bibini for real in the name of jesus today we will fire all those kinds of people that are in your family who have lifted up their heads and decided that nobody else will lift up their heads that strong man shall come down those strongholds shall come tumbling down we will invoke the superior power of the blood of jesus and invoke the speakings of the blood of jesus to bring down strongholds and to tear down strongholds ladies and gentlemen this is war What I'm saying, maybe it, it does not apply to you. 
but trust me i'm speaking the truth and i'm talking bible i was there one day and pastor Della sent me a picture somebody had put his picture pasted his picture on a tree in some forest i'm using examples here so that <laughs> you know that this thing is real a picture of his somebody went and saw it in the bush took a picture and sent it to him his face like that I look at that is you is <laughs> you he was wearing suit nice in a forest in the Volta region Since he said that you have to pray with me, I said, Relax. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I said, Relax. Don't fear. I don't listen, it will not kill you. In fact, your life is even going to become better. And this has happened more than a year ago. He's still alive, he's still anointed. It's even more anointed than he was then because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world so such a thing if you are not a prayerful person if you are not taking god serious your picture is in a forest somewhere uh you have the picture let me see let me see joy has the picture in a forest somewhere uh-huh sandra can you see it you see forest can you see his face there with his fat cheeks can you see his face in there? Project it. Okay, then project it for us to see. <laughs> Aye, somebody say, hey. Say, hey. Say, hey. <laughs> you, you are somewhere minding your own business. Remove that mentality of I'm minding my own business. So, Satan is interested in your business. On a tree. This is you don't take time to put fear in you. So no, no, don't be afraid. So he was going to travel when he bought his car for the first time. He was going to travel to the Volta region. Said, "Daddy, I'm coming. You have to anoint me before I go." <laughs> huh? Because you are going to appear there with a nice slick black car. Waba. So, we, we have been tracking, walking, barefooted. You say you have become a doctor and now you have bought a car. Now look at that. Uh huh. With the name under. You see his face like that? No, no, no. Look, I don't know whether it's a plantain farm or whatever. It's good you've seen the day, so I know that I'm not lying to you. Forest! I know some people, eh, because of fear of some of these things, they never use their picture as DPO. Same me. I should use my picture DPO, so I go and take it and go and print it and go and use it for all sorts. No, 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 it will not happen. 
they are wicked human beings let me tell you something ladies are you here your future husband eh? there will be people who have their eyes on him because you all marry very successful people people who will be successful in life people who will be responsible in life people who will take good care of you and take good care of your children it's a good time to connect hallelujah powerful well resourced men responsible handsome and God fearing full of the spirit of God <laughs> oh as you connect may that be your portion in the name of Jesus and so people who have their eyes on your husband there are things that are happening there are young ladies out there who don't want to struggle in life who don't want to work in life they just want to spot a responsible man who has it all together they would displace their wife like that and just go and take it one of my colleagues said his father was a womanizer thank god now he has seen christ see when certain things happen you realize that some of the things you are doing you must stop the father was a womanizer and he went to take some young girl behind the mother this girl took the, the mother's picture and she headed to Nogopo. So you've heard about that shrine before. One very notorious shrine in this country. They kill people left, right, center. They say if you steal, if somebody steals your thing and you take the matter to Nogopo, they'll just tell you, go. You just go. Nothing much, you just go. She took the picture to Nogopo. And the intention was that kill this woman for me so that I'll take her place and marry the husband. But you see, unfortunately for her, my friend's mother's family, they take care of the Nogopo shrine. So the fetish priest sitting there that you want to see was her uncle. He saw the picture. Oh, is that her? And even free hands on my She was going to kill her to take the husband away. This one she was lucky because she herself not like she was spiritual she was just lucky that the shrine they went to she had an association but look at this even fetish priests know how to protect their own how much more jehovah how much more jesus christ who has all power who has all authority who has everything in this world in his hands i came to tell somebody today that you are not without protection you are not without layers of protection the angels of the Lord encamp around them that love the Lord because the Bible says in him we live 
and move and have our being we are hidden with christ in god and because of that nothing shall be able to touch you the bible says no enchantment against the house of jacob shall stand and there shall be no divination against israel if you believe that is your portion and that the arm of the devil cannot destroy your life shout yes ladies and gentlemen this is war even a fetish priest knows how to protect his home because he's related to that person by blood we are related to jesus by blood and we are related to him by the spirit and as long as you remain in him imagine if that auntie were to be fighting with the uncle imagine if that auntie didn't give him any regard insult him here and there i'm educated you are not educated this is like that if the thing i can say ah uh, okay uh how do you want her to die is it by accident or by suicide or by some armed robbers attacking her and stabbing her to death but because of the relationship he was ready to protect his own i came to tell you that if you maintain that relationship with jesus if you maintain that communion with the holy ghost and you will not separate yourself from the sheepfold and not be walking alone and not coming to church and not coming to pray when disaster strikes the lord shall protect his own He'll protect his own. He'll protect his own. He'll protect his own. If you read Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, the Bible says, Give no place to the devil. Yes, the authority we have it all. But when Satan defeats us, it's because we gave him a place. You gave him a place. He is always there looking for a place. Every believer has a hedge of protection around him. But look at what Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 8 says. Every believer has a hedge of protection around him. He said, he that digeth a pit shall fall into it and whoso breaketh the hedge, a serpent shall bite him. A serpent here is the devil. As for the hedge, it is there. But if you break the hedge, the serpent will come in and bite you. That is why you can't live your life anyhow. You can't give place to the devil. As a Christian, it's not everywhere you go. You don't follow people anywhere. We are going to the nightclub, you go. We are going to poolside to go and wriggle our waist and dance all kinds of dances and you are still going. Give no place to the devil. Young ladies, it's not anybody at all you date. They come and teach you all sorts of nasty things and they are helping to break the hedge and the serpent will come in one of these days and bite you they come and give you all sorts of nice sweet words and you are melting like butter in fire Some of them want to come and take you out at 11 p.m. 
what are you going to do at 11 p.m and it's not to church frankies will be closed by then burger king will be closed by then papaya will be closed everywhere is closed so where are you going what are you going to do what are you going to open sorry I said today I'll preach. Can I preach to somebody today? Can I preach to somebody today? Everything else is closed. Let me not say it again. Amalekites, unbelievers, Luciferians, daughters and sons of Satan. They use nice words they use fried rice they use beggar they use pizza how can a child of God avoid somebody whose father is a king reduce yourself to the level of beggar reduce yourself to the level of pizza and you'll be breaking the hedge and giving the devil space in your life Not just anybody should touch you. One day, Princess Diana visited the United States. And when the first lady of the U.S. met her at the airport, like they usually do, she was going to hug her. The British security men came and pushed her away, much to the anger of the Americans. And their explanation is that you can't touch royalty you can't touch royalty today I came to tell you that you are part of a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people a people set aside for God and so not anybody at all must be able to touch you in fact because you are royalty the devil cannot touch you the devil cannot come near you the devil will have no place in your life You can't touch royalty. This one is status. It's a good one for your status. And you put a crown there. You can't touch royalty. You cannot touch royalty. I am royalty. You can't touch royalty. Satan brings all sorts of people. Even to church. Even to church. There are some people, the agenda in church is not to come and help the church grow. Coming to spy and give information. If you are here like that, let a combination of thunder, lightning, acid, fire you wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Satan has agents in church. He has agents in church. Some of them are seen. Some of them are unseen. Look, young men, it's not every woman you see walking around that you look and, and admire and be imagining things with. There are people, in quotes, walking around amongst us who are not human beings. I'm telling you. Look, in Genesis, angels saw that the daughters of God were beautiful. They came and started sleeping. They've not stopped though. Demons are sleeping with people. 
There was a day I was coming from Osu in the evening. I go to Trust Hospital some Fridays to do Galamse. Say Galamse. Say Galamse. It's not called Lokum, it's called Galamse. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I was coming back around 6 37 p.m. One of the streets in Osu. I was driving and I saw a young lady dressed very interestingly coming in the opposite direction. As soon as I got near her, I discerned clearly this is not a human being. I'm not talking about a witch, a witch is a human being with an evil spirit. This person was not human, dressed walking on the street. Since the thing and immediately I turned my head and she had vanished. Some of those things when they realize you have caught them like that. Look, demons recognize anointing more than even believers. Peter and Co were with Jesus, they were debating, is he Elijah? Is he this? They were confused. Demon saw him says, Son of God, have you come to torment us before our time? Demons, one touch, descend, they know. When I passed by her like that, I just knew the thing. I turned immediately. She was nowhere to be found. And it's not like there was a curve anywhere for you to say she passed here or this is a she disappeared. And I pitied the man walking on Oxford Street, going to Frankie's, and seeing this woman walking there and cannot control himself and decides that I'm going to spend the night with her. This is war. We are in a battle. So, gentlemen, you may not go and call that woman to sleep with her, but you see her, and because of her curves and her shape and her color and her hair and her face. You will look at her and lust after her in your heart. And Jesus came to recalibrate the whole adultery and fornication thing. He said now it is not going to sleep with a woman in a room. But if you look at the woman lustfully, you have already slept with her. If you look at such a woman on the street and you lust after her in your heart, you have slept with a demon. You may not have gone into a room with her. You may not have gone naked in front of her. But for lasting after her in your heart. According to scripture which is unerring. Which does not lie. You have slept with a demon. That is why when you are walking around. You are driving around. You see somebody. The person looks nice give glory to God for a beautiful creature and walk on and move on make use of your sternocleidomastoid muscle ladies and gentlemen we are in a battle it is war all sorts of orchestrations and machinations behind the scenes 
people are using things to claim people's husbands me i was like look if you see me and you decide that it's me you want and because of that you want to eliminate my wife trust me this matter i don't even have to come in you will suffer fire at the hand of that woman i, I don't even have to come inside though you should see her 4 a.m fiery prayers every day I, I don't even have to come inside i don't have to come inside you will suffer i know somebody somebody was trying to take her she prayed suddenly every day this girl was sick every day this girl is sick admission to hospital says you leave him alone but even though the enemy will plot i came to tell you we are on the winning side we shall not be defeated we shall have victory in the name of jesus let's look at second kings chapter six let's start reading from verse eight show you how the enemy plots against the children of god this one give me nlt so that it'll be easier to understand it said when the king of aram aram is like syria was at war with israel and i've told you satan is constantly at war with us he would confer with his officers and say we will mobilize our forces at such and such a place look there are always contentions and plannings and meetings in the realm of the spirit concerning your life concerning your family concerning your career concerning your children whether you like it or not so the enemy plots let us attack him in this place let us attack her in this place let us make life uncomfortable for her in this area let us make life uncomfortable for him in this area they take counsel they plot but as david prayed he said let the counsel of ahithophel be turned into foolishness today in the name of jesus we stand as children of god and we declare that every counsel that is being taken against our lives every counsel that is being taken against our families every counsel that is being taken against our careers every counsel that is being taken against our marriage we declare in the name of jesus that it is turning into foolishness it is turning into foolishness the bible said take your counsels in the regions of the sea it says speak your word and it shall not come to pass for god is with us They can take their counsel but they shall not come to pass they can plot that oh let's hurt her in the area of her marriage when she becomes depressed you stop praying when the battle comes that's when the prayer must even increase the battle must not take the prayer out of you the battle must stimulate you into prayer the battle must stimulate you to go and hold on to the horns of the altar crying out unto God and taking authority in the realm of the spirit and pulling down the strongholds that need to be pulled down. Next. He said, and the man of God sent to the king of Israel. They are talking about Elisha here. Today I declare you the Elisha of your home. 
he said beware that you do not pass through this place for the Syrians are coming down there today supernaturally we install a CCTV camera in your spirit that when the enemy is plotting you see the Syrians were plotting and they didn't know that there was a man of the spirit in Israel if there is no king if there is no warrior cry at least there is a prophet and today I declare that you are the prophet of your home I declare that you are the prophet of your family because you are full of the Holy Ghost you are full of the Word of God you are full of power you are full of fire let the plottings of the enemy be revealed to you in the name of Jesus so they were there and they will plot and Elisha will see it when they plot you will sleep and dream and see it when they plot you will feel it in your spirit sense it in your spirit that hey the enemy wants to attack us in this way let us change the course which we are, we are taking one man was enough for the nation of Israel I want to tell you that you are more than enough for your family in fact Israel didn't need two of them that is why they had to do a substitution Elijah came did his own we never heard of Elisha because two would have been too much all that is needed in your home is you your presence your prayers your discernment your dreams your vision that is all that is needed that's all that is needed he said beware that you do not pass this place for the Syrians are coming down here that's why sometimes God can reveal hey on this particular day don't go out because this is what the enemy is planning you saw it last week God revealed it clearly he said so so and so give a ring don't go out thank God for the Holy Spirit thank God for the gifts of the Holy Ghost so the king of Israel will send word to the place indicated by the man of God time and again Elisha warned the king so that he will be on the alert there you will warn your family in the name of Jesus you warn your household next the king of Aram became very upset today the devil is in trouble today the devil is unhappy today the devil is a very very sad devil very upset over this it's like ah, you plan and the plans are thwarted you plan and the plans are thwarted you set a trap and the people escape and that is how you are going to escape that is how your family is going to escape that is how your children are going to escape the Bible said my soul has escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowler we command every snare of the fowler every trap of the enemy anything the enemy is trying to use to hold your leg we command it to break in the name of Jesus and we declare that your eyes are open in the spirit your ears are open in the spirit your spirit man is made sensitive to hear the voice and to hear the warnings of Jehovah your family will not fall into a trap your home will not be torn apart your life will not be cut short if you believe that is your portion shout yes shout yes shout yes he called his officers together and demanded which of you is the traitor revelation always puts confusion in the camps of the enemy which of you is the traitor 
Reverend Sudanaba was preaching one day. He said, God showed him a vision. And he saw three demons. Satan was sending them to come to him. So they stood in front of Satan. He says, hey, you, 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 go to this man. They stood there and said, Yeah. Yeah. They rebelled against their master because they know there is some fire they are going to encounter. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that there will be too much fire on your altar. There will be too much fire in your life. There will be too much prayer generated. Atomic power. Ballistic power. In your heart, in your hands, in your head, in your mind, in your home, over your children. That when demons are sent on assignment to your house, they shall rebel. If you believe that it's a person, shout yes. Demons will rebel. They will rebel. He said, no, 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 no. There is too much fire in that house. Already hellfire is waiting for us. Do you want me to be tormented before my time? not go he said which of you is a traitor who has been informing the king of israel of my plans i said it is you hallelujah you are the one who will be informing your family you are the one who will be informing your workplace you will even inform your boss and out of that you get a promotion it's a prophecy to somebody you will see something and inform your boss warn your boss Salisa, this man, I need you in a higher position in the in the company. Hey, type a letter of promotion, and then they'll double your salary. As I'm prophesying to somebody now, receive it in the name of Jesus. He said, "It is not us, my lord, the king." One of the officers replied, "And look at what they said: Elisha, the prophet in Israel." Tells the king of Israel even the words you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. <laughs> oh Jesus. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for visions. Thank God for the voice of God. When the plottings are going on, it can be amplified in the spirit. On Thursday, after I finished praying for all of you for your eyes to be open, I did some small ministration. Those of you who were there, I heard a name in the spirit. The person wasn't there. But I heard she thinks she has escaped. And I used somebody as a point of contact to pray for the person. The next day, the person came and told me, hey, this thing you are saying, it is spot on. Because after I finished school, I've had two prophecies from men of God. That, that are saying I've escaped from my family something too but you see the devil never gives up so they are saying she thinks she has escaped but thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost thank God for the gifts of the Spirit thank God for revelation he said go and find out where he is so that means you that you are the eyes and the ears the enemy will say okay now let us suspend the attack on the nation and deal with this one don't say because of that I don't want to see you you will see hallelujah you will see he said let us go and look 
from where he is. The king commanded. So I can send troops to seize him. And the report came back. Elisha is a daughter. So they say he is in Kolebu. She is in Kolebu room so so and so. Let us gather our arsenal. Let us gather our troops. Next. So one night, somebody say one night. So they can decide to come in a dream. The king of Aram sent a great army. Look at how powerful Elijah is. One man to arrest one man. You need an entire army. Oh my God. An entire army. Say I'm too powerful. Say it again. I'm too powerful. The king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots and horses to surround not Elijah's household. The city. They're going to arrest one man. How powerful one man to be arrested you are surrounding it's like they want to come and arrest you in your room and they are surrounding the entire Accra because of you next when the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside there were troops horses and chariots everywhere he said oh sir what will we do now the young man cried to Elijah don't be afraid and today i'm telling you don't be afraid i said don't be afraid elijah told him for there are more on our side than on this i came to tell somebody today that them that are for us them that are warring for us them that are contending for us them that are fighting for us are more than those that are against us and so from today you cease to fear devils you cease to fear demons you cease to fear principalities you cease to fear powers because the angels of the lord are warring on your behalf if you believe that is your person shout yes those that are for us are more than those that are against them you see those that are against us they are fallen angels. Angels that Satan managed to deceive. And Revelation tells us clearly that it was one third of the angels. So that means there were two thirds who didn't join Satan's army. And it is the one third that have become the demons, they become the principalities, they become the powers, they become the rulers of darkness. What I want to tell you today is that for one principality there are two angels for one power there are two angels for one demon there are two angels them that are for us are more than those that are against us and this was demonstrated clearly in daniel chapter 10 when angel gabriel had been sent to bring a message unto daniel and the bible said a foul spirit a principality called the prince of persia decided to withstand him he decided to withhold the message he decided to withhold the breakthrough but they showed their numerical strength because gabriel turned and said michael Charlie, i am being withstood here come and take over and let me escape 
let me break through let me send a message i came to tell somebody today that no demon shall withhold your blessing no principality shall withhold your blessing no power shall withhold your blessing for the lord has given you angels angels to give charge over you your foot shall never be dashed against the sword your going in is protected your coming out is protected when you step on the road the road is safe when you step on the highway the highway is safe your house is surrounded your city is surrounded if you believe that is your portion give the lord a shout of praise for us are more than those against us you think God will sit down they'll send one demon and there'll be no angel to reply no he'll send at least two and I said at least at least because I won't be shocked if since that time God has created more angels so at least it is a one is to two next then elijah prayed oh lord open his eyes and let him see and today i pray the same prayer for you that may the lord open your eyes for you to see may the lord open the channels of your spirit may the lord open your ears let every form of spiritual blindness be healed let every form of spiritual deafness be healed let every form of spiritual insensitivity to the voice of god be healed in the name of jesus And when he looked up he saw the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire I see chariots of fire surrounding your home I see chariots of fire in your house I see chariots of fire at your gates I see chariots of fire at the exit of your house I see chariots of fire hovering over your home and today we declare that your house is a no-fly zone for witches it is a no-fly zone for demons it is a no-fly zone for wizards it is a no-fly zone for warlocks in the name of jesus christ of nazareth any witch that attempts to fly over your house may the angels and the waters of god string their bows and plant a bow and an arrow in their wings if you believe that it's a person shout yes yes chariots of fire and the Aramean army advanced towards him and I like the prayer Elijah prayed he said oh Lord please make them blind make them blind sometimes all kinds of eyes are looking at you all sorts of eyes are watching you from within and without from close and from far some people just hate some people just because you are beautiful because you are more beautiful than them they have evil eyes on you but today we pray the prayer elijah prayed that lord every evil eye that is looking at me every evil eye that is looking at my children every evil eye that is looking at my family let them be blinded in the name of jesus and the blindness the first choice is spiritual blindness but everybody say but if they will not repent it will manifest as physical blindness hallelujah they will hold their stick and walk around 
and even probably beg on the streets if they will not repent so the Lord struck them with blindness as Elisha had asked next then Elisha went out and told them you have come the wrong way ah today I'm telling somebody that when the demons are sent to your house when the principalities and powers are sent to your house when the witches are sent to your house your house is the wrong way your house is the wrong address when poverty is sent wrong address when premature death is sent wrong address when cancer is sent wrong address when hypertension is sent wrong address when asthma is sent wrong address when barrenness is sent wrong address when accidents are sent wrong address if you believe that is your person shout yes Somebody say wrong address. Wrong address. Say wrong address. Wrong address. Say wrong address. Wrong address. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up in judgment against you, you shall condemn. Today, every crack in the hedge that is around you, the Lord is rebuilding it in the name of Jesus. Every breach in the hedge that is around you, the Lord is rebuilding it in the name of Jesus. The Lord is reconstructing his wall of protection. In fact, the wall is becoming higher. The wall is becoming thicker. The wall is becoming stronger. The wall is becoming more stable. And because of that, no weapon of the enemy shall penetrate. And today, in the name of Jesus, we march at the gates of hell. In the name of Jesus, we put on our warrior clothes. In the name of Jesus, we take up the mantle of the warrior. In the name of Jesus, we take up the mantle of the overcomer. In the name of Jesus, we take up the mantle of the conqueror. And we march towards the gates of the enemy. And today we declare, every impenetrable wall, we speak according to the power that is given us by the God of Joshua, that every wall shall come tumbling down. Every barricade shall come down. Every obstacle shall come down. In the name of Jesus, we confront wizards. We confront witches. We confront warlocks. Any enchantment, any works of occultism, any talismanic things, anything the enemy is doing to bring your life down, to bring your family down, to bring your children down. Today we confront it in the name of Jesus. We come not in our own name, but in the name of the Lord of hosts, the name that one mentioned. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The horses and the chariots may be prepared for the day of battle, but victory comes from the Lord. And today, in the name of Jesus, we speak a story, we speak a quickening in the atmosphere, in your heart, in your spirit, just as God stirred up the heart of Joshua, just as God stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, today in the name of Jesus, we stand in the spirit of Zerubbabel and we say, who are down, O mountain, before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plague. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we trample over scorpion spirit. We trample 
over seven times spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth every constricted spirit anything that strangles the life out of the children of God anything that squeezes out the destinies of the children of God today in the name of Jesus we confront it by the sword of the spirit we suffer the hell of the part of spirit we suffer the hell we sell the hand Ladies and gentlemen, this is war. This is war. You can sit down and war. Somebody jump to your feet. Somebody stand to your feet. Somebody be on your feet.
send a certain hay into every meeting hey. into every conspiracy hey. against your career Amen. against your education Amen. against your marriage Amen. against your children Amen. and so when I say release a single hay then you go hey you know how we do it but this time there is an addition we are going to add something we call the thunder clap See, when we are doing these things, it may look like but the Bible says, I have chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. So this one, it is a combination of a clap and hey. And so when I say release a single hey, then you do hey. You understand? And it is entering the camp of the enemy. And it is scattering gatherings. It is scattering meetings. Those of you here, you are holding microphone, so you can clap. Oh, you can still clap. You can still clap. You can still clap. The Vikings were a warrior tribe, and they had something they called the thunder clap. They used it to put fear into the enemy. When the entire army clapped one like that, boom! It was as if the whole earth was shaking. And today, may some earthquake take place in the camp of the enemy. May some lightning strike in the camp of the enemy. May the voice of God in the camp of the enemy any plottings against your life any plottings against your family we scatter today in the name of Jesus is somebody ready is somebody ready to put some fear in the enemy is somebody ready to put some fear in that gathering is somebody ready to put some fear into that meeting are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Release a single hey. Release a single hey. Release a single hey. Now we are going to go to the double. We are going twin. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Release a double hey. Release a double hey. Release a double hey. Now we are going to the third level. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Release a triple hey. Release a triple hey. Release a triple hey. Release a triple hey. And we are going to the last level, which is the fourth level. And the instruction I have in the spirit is that you release the quadruple hey seven times. And by seven, it is a complete victory. By the seven, it is a complete annihilation of the enemy. 
Is somebody ready? Is somebody ready? Is somebody ready? Is somebody ready? Release a quadruple. Hey, another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. And the last one. And give the Lord a shout of praise. A shout of The next phase of the warfare is our worship. The next phase of our warfare is our praise. As we praise God, as we lift up his name, let his praise be like a sword in our mouth to exact vengeance on the enemy. We trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed.